While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of classroom brew if you are new here my name is ryan i'm a, a teacher a coach instructional coach and i host this podcast uh it's a chance to kind of have teachers sit down have a couple of beers and try to laugh about everything that's been going on uh some stuff you really just can't make up and uh this is all based in reality hence why we don't use school names and <laughs> and uh sometimes we use aliases and things like that um so if you want to uh, get some more classroom brew those of you that are our seasoned fans, you can go to patreon.com slash classroomroo to support the show and get some bonus content and some podcast merch. Uh, you can check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook. It's just at classroombrew, uh, or just, you know, give us a Google search and that'll, that'll really help you out. <laughs> As always, make sure you check out those show notes. We've got, you know, links to stuff. If you aren't sure, like any of the promo codes, things like that, just go to the episode notes in whatever app you're listening in and that'll That'll point you in the right direction. I think there's usually a description in, in each of the episodes. But uh, So we, I took off my first, it wound up being three days. I, I took off two days for our trip to New York, um, which is coming off the heels of our, our principal complaining that uh, teachers take too many days, despite the fact that they are our days by, by contract. Uh, we are awarded those days for whatever we may need. But a little bit insulted because uh, at the point that she made that comment, I hadn't taken a day since the second week of June, meaning the entire school year and, and the entire, uh, I'm sorry, first week of June, actually, first week of June. Uh, so I hadn't taken a day in a very long time. <laughs> I'm staring down administration, uh, an administrator rather, who is um, bashing teachers for taking days. I'm like, you know the fuck you're talking to? <laughs> I take no days. Uh, it was the worst feeling ever. But, you know, we went to New York. Uh, I took the Monday after we got back to just kind of decompress. Uh, it was our first time that uh, both Katie and I were going to be away from Marty, our dog. And uh, he's a very nervous boy, so we were a little nervous about it. But our friend Mark, uh, as well as Katie's brother, they, they tag teamed to take care of him um, at our place and then later at, at Mark's place. So big shout out to you guys for, for helping us out there. That'll really be... Uh, handy when it comes time for the honeymoon to know that things will be taken care of and our, our guy will be taken care of. But super sweet seeing him. You know, he knows it's permanent because he's been with us for a little over a year now. Uh, I think he knows it's, per I don't know. I, in my mind, he knows it's permanent. But I feel like this was the first like true test. And I say that as <laughs> he just started alert barking as I had to pause it. Uh, so that's that's good timing, buddy. So. Um, so we, we had this, I mentioned this in the last episode, um, that we had this very generic, uh, core walk. Um, well, I guess my, my prediction rather, uh, was that the core walk was going to have very generic feedback. 
Um, basically, the way it works is usually about uh, anywhere from zero to 100 adults come into your room at the most inopportune time of a lesson, therefore causing a distraction so that they can give feedback to everyone that applies to no one. And then we take that at some sort of face value and try to extract meaning from it. So um, essentially, we get uh, highlights, growth points, and wonderings, which is a good way of just saying, here's what you guys are good at, although they probably wouldn't say good. They say, here's what you guys are okay at. Here's some areas of growth. And then the wonderings are more like uh, little sneak disses, if you will. And I'm, I normally wouldn't read something this specific to my school out, but it's just so hilarious um, and, and a bit redundant. So the highlights. Uh, now, granted, I had a nice discussion-based activity with some brainstorming, almost like a jigsaw. It was very student-to-student -student, uh, uh, interactive, rather, and, and very, I think, engaging. And I think you know, it was my AP kids they came to see. Uh, so that's like a, a layup, to be honest with you. But Honestly, I'm not going to put on a dog and pony show. Uh, I'm sure they were like, what the fuck are they doing? But that's where we left off. That's the next thing I had planned. Sorry that that's where you showed up. Could have come to see my US, my, my gen ed classes, and maybe you'd have seen a little bit more traditional teaching style. But the highlights, we got student engagement and student rapport across classrooms. That's a highlight. I guess that means it's, it's good engagement and good rapport uh, across classrooms. Interesting lessons and engaging classrooms, okay? They reference a very specific class saying it has very strong, strong student culture. I don't know what strong, strong student culture is, but <laughs> strong, strong. Uh, then again, not to, you know, outdo themselves, they wrote, rapport is strong and student respect with teachers is strong. I will say that's very selective. They see a bunch of fucking adults come into the room and some of the uh, more disrespectful students suddenly put on a, a brave face. Or are we putting on the brave face as the teacher? Maybe we're the brave face wearers, okay? The next one, uh, saw students having a conversation around math. This was amazing. This is amazing. Students used, the punctuation in this, used academic vocabulary and were teaching each other as opposed to were teaching each other. And then again, I'm going to point this out. This is a highlight. It says, teachers are planning and thinking through the lesson. But then if you jump down to the wonderings, at the bottom, it goes, are teachers thinking through what students should be doing at each part of the lesson? Which is it? Now they're wondering how to move, <laughs> uh, how to move good teachers to the next level of taxonomy and how to move them to application in math to get more to analysis. Just buzzwords at this point. Growth points, more cooperative groups moving toward one product in these groups. Sometimes teachers are still working harder than students, blah, 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 blah. Think about how we are doing gradual release. So when you go from the teacher leading to the, te or the students taking ownership, uh, building more structures and supports in small classrooms <laughs> to make small classes more engaging. Okay, I don't understand. Uh, potential gap between planning and follow through. But I thought that we were thinking through the lesson and planning as a, a highlight and a wondering. So that's, that's fun. Uh, where are we at? Teacher-led and teacher-focused, how to release. Oh, I said that. Give students more responsibility and leadership. Thinking about lesson pacing. I thought we were thinking about it. We were thinking about lesson planning and the lesson itself. And then structure of group work. Just no other context. I guess there wasn't enough or whatever. My point being, 
you could have gone to any classroom in my school or in Alaska. I'm not in Alaska, if you didn't know this. I'm in Chicago, uh, Illinois. Sorry, let's keep it state and state. Uh, and given this feedback, it's almost like a, like a what is it? Not, not a tarot card, a, a horoscope. It's like a horoscope of feedback for teachers. <laughs> Just whatever happens to work, whatever's generic. Like what we say last time about them, great. Just recycle that, copy and paste that. I say that because they've given feedback in the past with like the wrong date where it's very clear that they just copy and pasted from a previous email. Oh, oh Lord. Anyway. Well, anyway, so we went to, uh, to New York uh, the day after this network core walk, actually, where we got the generic feedback. So, you know, can't wait to implement all that feedback that, you know, no specific teacher got one-on-one feedback for what they saw. So very helpful. Thank you, network. Um, but uh, yeah, we saw Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, that's the podcast by Conan O'Brien, if you couldn't guess. Uh, we saw him live at the Beacon Theater. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say who the guest is. Uh, it wasn't, whatever. Conan, if you're listening. Uh, we saw it was uh, Tracy Morgan, which was an electric. Uh, it's a great podcast. Check it out if you haven't. Um, but it was cool to see it live, to see the process uh, and just the energy of a live show. And we even went the, the following day. And granted, this was four days, three nights in New York, and it was pretty action-packed. Even uh, the, the following night after, after the Conan O'Brien podcast, uh, which again, if you haven't seen a podcast recorded live in front of a live audience, highly recommend it. It's pretty fun. Uh, but we went to like more of a local New York uh, comedy club to check out just, I'm assuming, local talent. And I, I'll point out, I am self-aware enough to realize uh, <laughs> when someone asked me if I was here for the show and I was wearing a bomber jacket, they probably didn't mean as an audience member. They probably assumed I was an open micer and I was here for the show or on the payroll. Oh, and there goes Marty again. Oh, buddy. But I have enough, I have enough self-awareness to, to recognize that I shouldn't I shouldn't have worn the most generic comedian pieces of attire, generic clothing items for uh, for a, a comedian. I, I would never do an open mic. I have way too much respect for stand-up comedy to ever believe that I could pull that off. <laughs> and I know that we joke around on this podcast, but a podcast is so much different. So, um, yeah, that was a, a quite a, a I, I took it off at that point. Just let me put it on my chair. <laughs> no one needs to see this. They're all going to assume that I'm trying to get a few minutes to do it, to get a tight five in, uh, which is not the case. So, well, anyways, speaking of, speaking of tight fives and stuff like that, the energy of Conan O'Brien and, and all that stuff, as promised, uh, we've been partnering with Magic Mind, and you can check out that, uh, those codes and, and codes, like I'm a boomer. Uh, you can check out that, that discount code uh, and that link uh, to get access to those things. So if you're looking for 20% off your purchase of Magic Mind, you go to magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 at checkout. Gets you 20% off your purchase or 40% off of a subscription to Magic Mind. Uh, now, full disclosure, Magic Mind, they did send me a 15-pack, 15, 15 days worth of Magic Mind, at least the way that I take it. And there are these tiny little bottles that are basically like a shot. Uh, and it has things like matcha and ashwagandha and lion's mane mushrooms and cordyceps mushrooms, all these things that help with inflammation and energy and things like that. Uh, but what I've honestly found, and I'm someone that I mentioned this in the previous episode, I get up early, both for teaching, but also for teaching and if I want to get a workout in beforehand. So sometimes I'm up as early as 3.45 in the morning, 
Maybe it's five in the morning. Maybe it's 5.30 in the morning. I'm up early and I'm not getting home until about four or five o'clock anyway. Uh, So we're talking long days. And obviously, by the time I'm, you know, driving up Lakeshore to go home, getting a little bit sleepy. Uh, But what's cool about Magic Mind is that, again, it's just a shot. You can do it in two tiny gulps (laughs) or however you you, you drink things, whatever. Uh, It helps with focus and it helps with energy. Now, I have done this a few different ways. I've taken it with coffee and it really just amplifies the the effect of caffeine uh, in a good way where uh, at one point, I think I even mentioned uh, a few days ago uh, and a week ago as well where this happened, where I didn't even come close to finishing my coffee because uh, I just naturally was like, yep, I'm good. I'm good to go. I would normally finish it on the drive to work. Uh, but by the time I got to work, I looked and I had had like a quarter, a third, maybe even a half of it, depending on, you know, I, I guess later in it probably, the effects kind of compound themselves, right? And I also too, so we've been working with uh, the people at Magic Mind and when they checked out the, the episodes too, they heard that we, that I'm, we, they, we heard, that they heard, I'm having a stroke. They heard that I mentioned that it felt like uh, I had more energy, not just from getting up early, but even after doing a workout before work. And, and Liam over at Magic Mind mentioned that it does help with inflammation. So, it, you know, at, at this point, uh, energy-wise, focus-wise, to actually like finish out a set, <laughs> I was doing stuff like writing down workouts and now just honestly having something that kind of keeps me more focused and getting more stuff done. Now, I, I truly, I don't think it's a placebo effect because it's become such like a part of my routine that I'm not even really thinking about it at this point. If I was constantly thinking about it, I would say, okay, well, this is just because of the routine. And I will say, part of it is that I am excited to like have something that I'm going to do. It's a new regiment. Uh, I'm not usually someone that is going to like jump into something like that, but it does help to have that thing. So point being, when I'm having coffee, I'm getting, I'm drinking less coffee and I'm still feeling just as energized, if not more. If I'm having it without any coffee, I'm still feeling the effects of that matcha because there is some caffeine in it, uh, among other ingredients. It's on their website too. But if I'm having it with pre-workout, and or coffee, if I'm going to the gym, I'm also just a little bit more energized. So again, I'm having it as a coffee replacement, a coffee supplement, and a pre-workout replacement, and a pre-workout supplement. And sometimes it's all three of them. Um, so I truly, I recommend it. I've sent it to a, a few friends of mine that I think they could get a really, a really good kick out of it. Uh, my best man, Jordan, my best man, Brian, uh, other groomsmen, other, other just friends, uh, teacher friends. So again, Magic Mind and I, we are, we're working together. Uh, I have been trying it for, what is this now? Uh, I think day 12 or 13 at this point. 14? 14. Wow, I got one left uh, of actually trying it out. And I will say, uh, I think it's at least worth trying for that 15-day period just to kind of see how it actually impacts you. And then you can decide uh, if you want to keep going with either a subscription or just another purchase. So again, Magic Mind and I, we have this awesome deal right now. If you go to magicmind.co slash classroom, use code classroom20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off a one-time purchase. I guess multiple, I don't know, repeat purchases too. And then you'll also get, or you can get uh, 40% off a subscription uh, to Magic Mind. That code will work for either the 20% off your purchase or 40% off your subscription. Again, that's magicmind.co slash classroom, not com.co. 
So magicmind.co slash classroom, use code classroom20 at checkout. Helps out uh, Classroom Brew, helps out you, helps out Magic Mind, helps out everybody. So unlock, I guess unlock your full potential or what is there? Do they have their slogan? I don't know. But anyways, uh, so yeah, in, in all seriousness, I, I think it was uh, cool to try it out uh, to see what it's like. And uh, I recommend it at this point. Uh, and the, again, full disclosure, they did send me that 15 pack. But again, it was part of it was the routine. I like adding some new stuff to my routine, but it, it's so quick that after a while, I didn't even think about it. Uh, and I'm still feeling those benefits. So thank you to Magic Mind for the, uh, the opportunity. And uh, thank you guys for, for checking that out. And again, all that information, the, the link, the code to use at checkout, all that stuff is in the show notes, aka the episode description, aka where all that stuff that Matt and I write about the show in case you want to read what it's about for the episode and also links to stuff that's in the episode description. So shout out to Magic Mind and to, to Liam. Thank you, Liam, for uh, uh, the opportunity. I appreciate it. But anyway, um, so uh, I was reading. Now, again, this is new that we're going to Reddit so consistently now. Um, I, I'm not a big Reddit person, but I feel like the last few times we've gotten some good stuff from Reddit. Um, especially if we forget to post something on Instagram, post to post something on Instagram, on Instagram, um, because it takes a lot of forethought, right? What do we want to talk about that week and and all that stuff? And I'm lazy. So this one is, uh, again, on the subreddit for teachers. This is, (laughs) this is their username. I'm not saying anything about this person. I don't know this person. It's anonymous because Reddit is anonymous. This is dumb ho forever. Ho spelled H-O, not H-O-E. So dumb ho, garden ho forever. So uh, this is uh, in tears every day on the way to work. This is from a teacher support and or advice, like I guess sub subreddit of a subreddit. I don't know how Reddit works, whatever. I've never used the internet. Hi, I'm Ryan. I've never used the internet before. I hate my job so, so much. I cry every day driving to school and I had an anxiety attack so bad I threw, I threw up over it this morning thinking of having to be there tomorrow. I don't know what to do because I feel obligated to stick it out as to not screw anyone over. Now, honestly, I don't know if they mean uh, screwing the students over or or screwing other staff members over. Um, but I will say, if you are crying in your car, I would recommend Devin Siebel's podcast, Crying in My Car, a podcast for teachers, um, which is all about this whole, the the frustration of it all and the, the sheer nerves of it all. Um, now, in all seriousness, I would say that this podcast, Classroom Brew, and Crying in My Car, things like that, we're trying to take those frustrations and try to air it out, maybe even poke fun at it, because it kind of makes it a little more bearable, especially when you like connect with people about it. So granted, the odds of them actually checking this out, maybe, I don't know, should we, I, uh, I don't, am I opening up a can of worms if I try to like comment on it, be like, um, want to, want to talk it out on a podcast? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how else to, uh, but I will say, I think in all seriousness, um, it's a shame, a shameful pu- plug, shameless plug, but it does help. Um, whether it's my podcast or Devin's podcast, but I, I do think that it does help to talk it out and leaning on your teacher friends, whether they're down the hall or uh, from your, your cohort that you graduated with, your program, uh, or whatever it might be. 
Uh, I know that's what's gotten me through working with Peter now at the school, uh, knowing him from grad school and, and outside of school, outside of grad school. Uh, it's been really nice to have a friend at work. Uh, so I would just say, honestly, I think at least four or five times, more so when we were going back um, and I was overwhelmed with everything and there was a lot going on in my life, uh, I for sure gotten upset. Absolutely. Um, got some Bo Burnham playing and then you're, <laughs> and you're driving to work and things are terrible and you just went to like five funerals and all that shit. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but, you know, honestly, having a po- in all seriousness, having a podcast and talking about it, I know that we're a dime a dozen, but uh, connecting with people. Uh, whether they come on the podcast or they, you know, interact with social media, uh, Patreon, whatever it might be, it, it's cool to connect to people and see just how relatable things could be. Uh, we get comments all the time on the TikTok, and sometimes it's hate, and sometimes it's like, oh, wow, this is insane. I went through the exact same thing or something similar or, or whatever. Uh, just to reach out and to know that you're, you're not alone. Um, I don't know, you know, what year this particular teacher is, and there's plenty of people that are commenting really um, positive things. I guess we'll see if we get a response to our shameful, our shameful comment about being on the podcast. Um, hopefully they don't kill me. Um, but, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, when I was a student teacher, so very much getting used to it. And that's a 14 week, at least in my program was 14 weeks. Uh, there was, I remember very vividly, I was living at home because, you know, no income and, you know, you still have bills to pay. Um, and literally laying on my childhood bedroom floor. And this is like maybe like the first or second week that I had taken over the room. Just absolutely in in panic attack mode. Just the worst feeling ever. There had been a lot going on at the school, of course, and just the the grind. I was not used to that grind where it's just you, especially when you're student teaching or your first two years, when you are building as you go where it's like, if I don't do this right now, I will have nothing for the students tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, that's stressful. And then on top of it, you know, if you've got, you know, lack of support in your school or disrespect with students, it's a lot to handle. So seriously, I have a podcast called Classroom Brew, where teachers have a couple of beers and talk about this shit. Devin Siebold has Crying in My Car, a podcast for teachers. That's the whole title of the show. Because it's such a relatable stressor for teachers. So I hope that this particular person has reached out to somebody, uh, whether it's a colleague, coworker, maybe it's through the internet, I don't know, uh, and, and found some solace in that. Or, you know, at a certain point, recognizing where your limits are and walking away at a certain point. There's no shame in that. I think I must have quit in my head about mm, 35 times in my first year of teaching at the school that I've been at now for six years. And even after that, not too long ago, I was like, oh my God, I just need to say, fuck this place. Um, and even on a more serious note, I've contemplated, like, is this, you know, the place that I want to be in two, three years? Uh, and that's all normal. But I would say know your limits and find little ways to make yourself, uh, make yourself uh, tolerate, is that the right word? Tolerate, uh, survive. Um, yeah, that, that might be the word. Uh, Self-preservation, I think that is part of it. Because you can't pour from an empty cup. We say it all the time at PDs and shit. I'm the only person that actually means it because PD leaders are liars. I'm just kidding. They aren't liars. Um, yeah. Uh, so last little thing, speaking of Lakeshore, I, I think about this all the time when rules are shifted as, as a, a, a teacher. Because there's always that one uh, 
that one student that's going to, you know, try to violate it because they, they found a loophole, if you will. They, they found a, a chink in the armor and they're, they're going to find a way to exploit that. And I point this out because on Lakeshore Drive, there are certain left turn lanes that if you go through the left turn lane, and it's a left turn only lane, there's usually two or three of them, uh, you can technically cut in front of everybody if you get over in time. It's illegal, but everyone does it. And more recently, they built these like new raised up medians so that if you are in a left turn lane and you try to go through, you're going to hit basically a really tall curb and fuck up your car. Point being, you have to not be in a left turn lane to eventually move up and get into the next left turn lane. Uh, it's all very complicated, people. But point being, they did this raised median things to avoid people doing illegal shit, you know? To avoid someone trying to use the left turn lane as a way to pass everybody and be a dick. And it's, I, I was annoyed as shit because there was some of the worst traffic for the past couple of weeks. Let's be honest, a couple of months, there's other shit they're doing too to Lakeshore Drive. It's Chicago, it's Illinois, they're never going to be done. But I saw like three cars in one morning at separate left turn lanes where they were trying to cut back in because they were faced with a raised median, a raised curb. And I was like, hey man, they built that for you. You found the loophole and they changed the game. Good job. That's for you. And I think about that all the time when I have a classroom rule that I posterize it and I put it up and then someone fucks it up or finds a loophole and I got to add a sticky note to my beautiful poster <laughs> without fail. We have a, a, I don't remember how it was phrased in the email, but we have a particular uh, a teacher colleague that is starting like a, incentive. we're in high school, the, the school that we teach at. And uh, they're starting like a fake money, fake like school buck incentive program or whatever <laughs> there's a very important distinction saying that the rules of the it's like how did he phrase it it was hilarious but i understand it exactly you know what the intention was behind this here we go classroom incentive program it says in an effort to maintain a reputable and solidified secondary classroom uh, i plan on unveiling a 21st century classroom aligned incentive program eligible students will receive a designated number of points that's good uh, which will subsequently convert into classroom money, fictitious money. Students will then, in turn, be eligible to purchase a wide range of snacks, soft drinks, gift cards, low value, and the ability to skip a limited number of a limited number wide range of assignments. This, this is the part. This incentive program is subjective in its underlined and bold, and can be altered with or without notice at the discretion of myself and the principal. <laughs> point being. There's always a loophole. And so sometimes you need to have a subjective loophole for yourself within the rules, like saying things are subject to change, something as simple as that, because there's always someone who's going to mess it up uh, <laughs> for the rest of them. Uh, so honestly, I appreciated that. I got a good kick out of that, a good laugh out of it. I think it was, it was uh, well said, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Oh, and I guess one, oh my God, I forget about this. This was just, this just happened where, um, so I had a sub because I, I, like I said, I was in New York. I just had to take that extra day <clears throat> uh, Monday after, um, you know, you see your dog and he's giving you that face in the morning. You just have to, you have to take the day, um, that sweet face. And you just, you know, you're tired and your flight gets in late and you're just like, you know what? That's a lot of travel. I just can't do it. Uh, so I go, I call for a sub. And this is last minute, I will admit. It was like four or five in the morning that I called for it. 
<laughs> I'm not saying it's all right. I'm not saying it's okay. I don't condone it. But apparently my sub walked out like four or five times from different class periods because they were just so fed up <laughs> with, with the, whatever my students were pulling. Now, I've heard from some adults that like they understand where it was coming from. It might have been a little bit of an overreaction. But I kind of understand, like, I know what class periods has happened where she stormed out. And again, I'm not saying it's right. Apparently, she even got into it with a couple kids. But I understand it. Like, oh, you were frustrated that day you covered for my classes? This is what I deal with every day. Every fucking day I deal with this. And you, I, no surprises. I probably could name all the kids. As a matter of fact, I did name all the kids that this teacher got into it with. With a couple surprises, of course. But yeah. Again, I, I'm not saying I, I condone it, but I understand it. So shout out to all the subs out there. I know I give subs a lot of shit, but apparently it was a really bad experience uh, for this particular, you know, the students were complaining. She apparently was complaining. There were all these like hard to read notes on uh, the, the sheet of paper, the, the, <laughs> the attendance sheet, like this one got kicked out early. Uh, this one was so disrespectful. And there was some stuff I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fully make out. And I, had, I almost forgot about that. Oh, we should clip that part. Um, yeah, I understood it completely. So, well, hey, uh, thank you guys so much for, for listening to this one. I, I appreciate you guys uh, spending a little bit of time, either on your commute or maybe um, your, it's your prep period. Maybe it's your day off from school. Maybe you are on it. I don't know, whatever it is. Wherever you listen to the podcast, um, wherever you listen, make sure you check out those show notes. You can get those links to different things like the Patreon and Magic Mind. Uh, just in case that bonus content is patreon.com slash classroom brew. It's also that merch. Uh, you want to get 20% off uh, your purchase or 40% off a subscription. Go to magicmind.co slash classroom. Use code classroom20 at checkout. You can reach us at classroom brew on all the social medias. Classroombrew at gmail.com is the email. Stop sending me spam shit. <laughs> Until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.